Hello and welcome to the earliest breakfast game show, the most important podcast of your day. As always, I'm your host, Josh Rice. And yes, I'm dressed. Let's meet today's players. With the weight of the world at his fingertips, it's Todd Gillum. <laughs> yes, you are here doing a podcast. Surprise! I'll just pick my toast. And for a woman who always says, two in the bush is better than one in the bird. <laughs> it's Billy bird. It's Billy Duncan. Hey, hello. Woo. Is that an issue with trajectory? It's not an issue for me. <laughs> and finally, if you walked a mile in her shoes, you'd be a mile away and you'd have her shoes. It's Amy Sincock. And I wouldn't I wouldn't really begrudge you them. They're not great. Yeah, that's one of someone else's. <laughs> no, that's one of my jokes. I wrote. Um, no, it's definitely someone else's. I borrow everything. Uh, well, and my shoes. I like her shoes <laughs> when he did this experiment. Everyone's tying into this pretty quickly. Uh, I've made eggs for everybody, so they're mm. lovely scrambled eggs. But to make sure they didn't go cold, we had to start eating them because Todd wouldn't stop talking. They've already gone a bit cold. Oh, well, I was too slow. Well, hurry up and re- <laughs> hurry up and remember how great they are for when you have to review hurry up it. And remember. Yeah. Hurry up and remember. Is that a Doctor Who reference? Uh, Let's not. Yeah, let's use a mouth sound. You're the the loudest and the closest to the mic. (laughs) I hope that when I cut out the background noise, it removes all of that. Um, (laughs) Just doing some eggs noise. Silence. Dead silence. Yeah, for one hour we got several people to eat eggs in the background. (laughs) Very slight. It was great to cut. Um, Have we had a lovely week, everyone? Oh yeah. Yes. You know, this kind of way. Anything incredible happen at work? Not at work, but we went and saw a brilliant uh, gig on Saturday. Did Jay you? And I. Yes, we oh, saw nice. Phil Wolfenstein's EP Drop Kickers out on Spotify and all good music servers. It was dope. <laughs> He's playing in Melbourne. He's an absolute champ. It's and true. My brother from another mother, which is yeah. shameless promotion. No, don't don't tell everyone that sounds. <laughs> <laughs> Never say the word promotion after a promotion that wasn't a promotion. It, it sounds less legit if you go, oh, so I know him really, really well and he's my no. friend. Just don't say that part next time, no, I can't help myself. Um, the only cool thing about me is that one of my friends does music. Wrong. Mm. Todd. I became a media sensation. That's right, you were in That's the paper. True. Mm, That's model, true. science model. And yeah. at no point did you mention the podcast. I did, they, they covered it. Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I think they'll try to streamline the story to be more about science and innovation and less about... Banter and well, disappointing. Because, <laughs> because they cut the podcast bits, you can talk about them for about a minute and I'll cut it. Yeah. Cool, thanks. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe I said that. I so, should have done That's all right. Lucky I'll cut it. A uh, so little, little humble brag. People in the paper. My son's in the paper too for Mother's Day. Mm. Him and Tish were in the paper looking fashionable. Oh, I bet they did too. Yeah, he's a little... He's a stunner. Uh, t- today's episode. Teach on the other I mean, he was, he was holding it up, you know. No, she, she looked amazing. Of all the mothers, He's a strong of boy. all the mothers in the sequence, she was amazing, and her co-director of her business also looked amazing. Because I have to say that, but also she did. Right. T- Again. <laughs> now that I'm sounding legit, does not that, going so well uh, so waff- far. I've waffled a little. Uh, so today's episode is something that I've wanted to do at the fringe, but wasn't able to do. Due to restrictions, uh, that was the scrambled eggs. I uh, wasn't allowed to cook scrambled eggs at the fringe because we didn't. We weren't allowed to do any fire situation. Um, Rude. Now we won't be re-bowling. Sorry, we weren't allowed. Really? Electric stove nope. No, weren't allowed to because because it had to be uh, tagged and tested. So we couldn't even use a toaster. That's why we had to do the toast night where it was just bread and nutle eggs. And we literally just didn't bring a knife, so we just wiped bread and nutle eggs, and people ate it. People which loved is it. Disgusting. Yeah, it's not disgusting when you pour that milk over your head. Could you have, that no, wasn't it was just milk. Could you have heated large stones outside of the grounds pulled them in? Depends. Was there a safe, safety hazard someone would have touched them? Probably. So Predominantly. Predominantly. <laughs> that was the biggest problem, was yeah. people were going to touch them. Yeah. It's true. It, it was all on me, really. Uh, so we won't be re-bowling during the podcast, because I can't keep these fluffy, delicious things for long. In fact, they're all gone. So rem- <laughs> remember how good they were for later. Mm. Um, um, but they were delicious. Let's review them mm. at the end so you don't hurt my feelings early. Mm, um, Billy, yes. you're a stand-up comedian by trade. <laughs> yeah, more or less. Got a good joke to kick us off? Uh, no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
silly. The only jokes I know off the top of my head are really surrealist, dumb jokes. Perfect. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm uh, for everybody at home. I'm know. nodding. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my favourite really dumb joke is what's grey, blue, and stands in an orchard. What a filing cabinet with a denim jacket on. <laughs> Fair. I love it. Uh, please scoring. come and see my oh. stuff. I'm funnier than this. That's all right. I'm scoring already. Oh, Amy's Pretty got sure some. Touch on and I'm well, just showing some running noises there. Okay, cool. <laughs> showing some running noises. Yes. So we're going to kick off the scoring mm-hmm. with a game show style entrant. Um, actually, I've stolen this from something else. But the premise of um, actually, is for you to get your full hipster on, get your full neck beard on. I'm going to give you a fact about your chosen special subject, and you're going to go um, actually, and correct me on the fact that I got wrong. Sure. Okay. So, um, is less of a science and world than art, so does it say who's right? Okay. Sure. So as can chosen as chosen hey, by Josh, you. Josh, can I score? Okay, yes. Everyone derail him. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. I've written this down this time. You can't derail me that easy. I said minus B accidentally. Well, that's... <laughs> sorry, sorry. Ah, please. but if you put another line there, it should be plus B. Plus B. Oh, Todd wanted to what, do a you different symbol. Oh well, it's never too late. Oh, we could do like an asterisk, asterisk B, asterisk B. Now you're the coolest one. And Todd can be Obelix T. Am I right? No, you're bold. You're bold T. Okay. And I'll be be Lambda T. No. Lambda. Of course you can. How do you spell Lambda? No, you do the symbol for Lambda. It looks like an A. Actually. Like this one? I know, I know the Greek. Is that it? No. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a no. Anyway, I'll just scratch that out. Enough of visual jokes. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. That was an alpha. Right, so, as chosen by you, the special subjects were Doctor Who, specifically from the ball guy and Billy Piper onwards, mm-hmm. bees, in particular Australian bees, but I couldn't do research properly on that, so it's just bees, and Buffy the Vampire Slayer for Billy. Yeah, which makes me sound sad. Uh, well, Doctor Who from the bald guy on was dubbed. <laughs> I, I wish I picked a TV show. That would have been less broad. I'm sure Let's all be self-depreciating. Hooray! Anyway, so we'll begin with Todd's subject, bees. Fuck! Now, all of you are allowed to buzz in, and I'm actually... Uh, if, you just, if you want... You know what? I didn't even write that one. That one's a natural. <laughs> one of mine. Um, so, you can... You're all allowed to buzz in. Josh. <laughs> You're all out of buzz. Okay, sure. I'll take some points. You're all out of buzz in. Celebrities. <laughs> celebrities. So me. No. <laughs> uh, so you. B grade celebrities. Ah! Yeah, I give him a point. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> for the fourth time, you're all out to buzz in. Um, there are five questions, and then we'll move on to the next subject. So, the first fact. Mm hmm. A honeybee that is away from the hive foraging for nectar or pollen is likely to sting if disturbed. Um, actually... Like emotionally disturbed or like physically disturbed? I'm just giving you the fact. You're going to... They're not likely to... Um, actually... Could you play the game? Play the game. Um, actually... Um, actually, that's correct. That does make sense. Todd's not playing the game, taking point off. Nope. Well, apparently incorrect. The fact is... What level of disruption... Correct. That's where that's where I was headed. You got oh, me specific with this. It sounded like he finished. Look, you're you're giving like the sass of what the game demands without playing. Without the playing game. game. <laughs> like, I'll give you the um, fact to get actually blah blah blah. A honeybee that is a honeybee that is away from the hive foraging for nectar or pollen is likely to sting if disturbed. Um, no. Um, actually. Actually, no. Okay. So, what is the fact? What's the truth of it? Be more specific as to the species. You be more specific with your answer. <laughs> a honeybee. The, okay, the answer of that one. We'll use this as an example, I guess, so that we understand how the game works. A honeybee that is away from the hive foraging for nectar or pollen will rarely sting, except when stepped on or roughly handled. Was the fact? Yeah, well, as far as like, how disturbed is he? Well, then, you, if oh, you like, attempted well, to answer correctly, correct you could have won. Um, actually, by disturbed, I think you mean. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. So now well, we all like understand. You no. are, to bet the whole point, you were correct. Assaulted. So you have to be like, yes. be like a pretentious mansplainer yeah. when you try oh, to Because this is, this is I have no experience in that. Maybe this is the only time when mansplaining is acceptable. All right. Uh, next fact. 
Sorry I'm like touching your foot by the way. But that's fine. Don't be sorry. Oh, Touch no, it more. Sorry, that's my prosthetic leg. Okay. That's, <laughs> that's not a lie. I'll leave that one as a fact. The beast. Um, actually, <laughs> I can tell nice. right now no, that I'll give her a point. Thank you. You're getting a point before you even finish because I like where you're going with it. Right what's me to shut up? <laughs> Part of that, but you got a point. The bee's stinger evolved originally for inter-bee combat between members of different hives, and the barbs evolved later as an anti-mammal defense. A barb stinger can no longer penetrate the chitinous plates of another bee's exoskeleton and retract safely. Uh, I think you'll find it's pronounced chitin. Secondly, it evolved from the telson, which was originally an ovipositor made for breeding purposes and later adapted a more chitinous and rigid structure for delivering venom. I'm actually back at you. The bee stinger evolved originally for inter-bee combat between members of different hives. The barbs evolved later as an anti-mammal defence... A barb stinger can still penetrate the chitinous plates of another bee's exoskeleton and retract safely. What you aren't doing here, Todd, I'm is screaming. listening to the question. <laughs> I feel like you're going, oh, I know a better fact and I'll tell you that, rather than correcting me in what I've said. Your evolutionary origin, I Well, maybe you're thinking of Australian bees, which I said I didn't do. All bees. Hashtag all bees. Ovipositors. Hashtag not all bees. Telsons. <laughs> hashtag. Sharp facts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like you lost what you were talking about. That I'm going to give Billy a point. Yay! <laughs> For being silent. <laughs> I feel like you'll get Beans. this one right. Beans. Uh, in your science in nature, Can will you do this when you're finished? Sure. Um, like your cadence, I did that to stop you. No, your because cadence, I saw you were about to talk. Your cadence, I'm like, when are you done? I'm never done. That's Pile on my sex tape. <laughs> I get well, a point that yeah, was I'll my hosting. No, I'll give you a point. <laughs> I'm like the Hulk. I'm never done. Uh, you never know when thing. they're done. The stinger's <laughs> injection of neurotoxin into the victim is accompanied by the release of alarm pheromones, a process which is accelerated if the bee is fatally injured. Um, actually, it's only accelerated if the bee is mortally injured, not fatally injured. Uh, it's not a neurotoxin. Correct. That sounded good, didn't it? Yeah, it was, it was a good answer, but it was incorrect. In fact, it's usually propionic acid. Which is an irritant and acid. It's not necessarily irritant. Okay, well, I'll give it to you because I believe you're right because you're more sciencey than me, but they're calling it an apotoxin in this. Is that true? Yeah, that's because apo yes. refers to B, so it's B related. So. Cool. Well, uh, I was right, you were right, you can have a point. <laughs> we were all right Yay. together. Except for me. Positivity. <laughs> but how'd it go? You can have a Positivity. point. Positivity. You can have a point because you tried on his subject, which Thank is you. alarmingly more nerdy than both of yours. Release of alarm pheromones near a hive or swarm may attract other bees, including the queen, to the location, where they will likewise exhibit defensive behaviours until there is no longer a threat, uh, typically because the victim has either fled or been killed. Uh, actually, they don't give a fuck. That's a casualty that they can bear, and a queen will not abandon the hive for such an instance. Part of that was true, and I'll give you the points. But yes, other bees will leave, but the queen will never leave. I thought that was more. Yep. Can I just say, when you're, as you're asking these questions, all I can hear is this. Yeah, yeah. No, this, this subject is B, definitely specific to Todd. Yeah, I um, don't understand which, even the look, question, let alone the that answer. Was, that was his method, was to like pick a subject that you girls will have no, no idea. No, it wasn't my method. I was really busy, and I was like, you can... Busy pick. like a bee? Ah, uh, give her the point. Yeah, okay. That's a cheap point. Anyway... They all count. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, so I'm not sure if you've been on here before, but cheat points are our secret. <laughs> um, what were the two options I gave you? Uh, at work, I'm trying to focus on. Yeah, true. I don't know. You said oh, the other one was something. another like word that was I couldn't way even understand. Nerdier than that it was one. luminescent metal. Yeah, I'm not going. I'm not going to do oh, that because yeah. I. Have to, but I have to do study on this as well. No, so I, I was like, I there's luminescent it. science words, or there's bees. What am I going to take? Well, bees? Obviously bees. Yeah, like bees was So, the final part of your five-part question. <laughs> these pheromones can be washed off bees with water. Pheromones? Okay, no. These pheromones. <laughs> with the previous pheromones I'm I was already talking about. Okay, give me more. These pheromones can be washed off with water or scrubbing with dirt and leaves. No. <laughs> Let's try and, <laughs> try and do the game. Uh, actually, no. 
Correct. These pheromones do not dissipate nor wash off quickly. And if their target enters water, bees will resume their attack as soon as the target leaves. I, when I saw that fact, Holy I was like, bees. this has I to go in. Like, you imagine, like, are you going to wave the bees? Dive under the dam. You choose between drowning yeah. or a bit of a sting. Yeah. And you get out of the water, you're like, oh, I finally escaped the bees. Is these bees just sitting there tapping their toes yeah. like, no. we've been waiting. In the <laughs> meantime, they play Hungry Hungry Hippos. Of course. I'm oh. imagine having, like, one of those um, tradie cigarettes to a yeah. This is fucked. I'm on smart. This bastard's gonna come out from under yeah. the water. Look at this fuckwit. <laughs> okay, it's alright, mate. I'm on a Jeff, we can't dive, but you can't breathe underwater. Fuck it. <laughs> Who's the fuck it now? Anyway, so I says to her. It's, it's alright, I get paid him on the clock anyway. I says to this one bird we all know. I feel like you're both embellished on each other's joke. You can both have a point. Oh, Riffin. Uh, okay, so onto a subject where we... Oh, ooh, wow, that was... Oh. That was loud. That might come up on the podcast <laughs> as, a, as a secondary clap. That, that was, was crisp. Also, you have very warm fists. Oh, that's a very strange a thing way, to say. A very Tidal. weird way to say it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Title of Todd's sex tape oh, is You Have Very Warm Fists. Oh, Billy's gone. Billy threw up a little. <laughs> okay. Next subject. Something that we... Uh-oh. Can we have a little break before we do the next subject? But, Todd, do you mind pouring us both more wine? I can do it creatively. No, it's not going to help. It's yeah, an do audio it medium. <laughs> Listen to how Ready? I do this visual thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, don't. That's a lot of spilling. Anyway. So... Oh, oh, you're the worst I'm person. sorry, but most of it went onto my pants. Todd, just put the bottle down. <laughs> nice. Oh, I was trying to help the non-visual you being. Weren't, you weren't helping at all. You were pouring we'll terribly. We'll take a picture oh. of this rubbish. Okay. Uh, all right, cheeky, quick, snappy, picky. Don't suck it off no. the table. Oh, Title of my sex tape. <laughs> oh, no. Having bloody toddlers. All right, I've, yes. taken, I've taken the photo. Um, okay, next subject, Amy's specialty subject, Doctor Who, specifically from The Bold Guy and Billy Piper onwards. So, Chris Eccleston. His name is Chris Eccleston. <laughs> no, it's way funny just to let him say The Bold Guy, because you know what? He's not bald. Oh, well, no, he's not! <laughs> he's not, but you could have gone with The Big Eared Man. There's so many different could have gone with nomicas we could have gone with. The one who plays the dark elf. psychology lecture. Lecture? Lecture? In a psychology lecture... Um, no, in a psychology lecture once we were talking about like the human homunculi, which is a representation of what parts of the brain get the most dedication to We get senses. it. You're so, smart. No, so they represent, I'm gonna, I'm gonna they represent a small human which has distortedly large body parts mm. and it looked like a cross between Christopher Eccleston and Tony Abbott. <laughs> see, <laughs> uh, see, I, I couldn't, you didn't I couldn't, me. I couldn't Look, Google it. <laughs> I psychology, couldn't. human homunculi. I couldn't concentrate on anything you said because you still started after three corrections to yourself. You still said, in a, le- in a lecturer. <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, all of these things you're telling me you so, discovered while inside a person. So originally, the concept of a homunculi oh, was can that we it was go a into small being further, that governed your uh, emotions, feelings, and attributes, which would mean that within my lecturer, obviously, some may believe there was a homunculi. So that's stupid. That's stupid. Technically, so still okay. Good. Anyway, moving on. Very good. You did a science. Very proud of you. But we're all not clever enough I to keep up with you. I mean, it's a pseudo science. Next week, it's just Billy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, Doctor Who is yeah. our subject. Five questions. Oh god. Okay. In season one, episode three, the quiet undead. The Doctor has great expectations when he and Rose join forces with Charles Dickens. To investigate a mysterious plague of zombies. Uh, actually, that mm-hmm. is not a part of Doctor Who at all. I think they investigated a whole different writer about a season later, which was Shakespeare. Um, also, probably wrong. Um, actually, no. Any other efforts? Um, actually, that sounds pretty correct. What? Mm-hmm. Are, what's? Shall, okay, I read, shall I read it again so you can find yes, the fault? Yes, please. In Season 1, Episode 3, The Quiet Undead, the Doctor has great expectations when he and Rose join forces with Charles Dickens to investigate a mysterious plague um, of zombies. Actually, I'll find you was not Season 1. It was much later. It was a much uh, later iteration of the Doctor. Um, actually, no. Season 1, Episode 3 is a correct part of this. Oh, so they count as a, as a reboot. 
Oh, so season one is Chris Eccleston onwards. Yeah. Oh. She's gone from the 2005 onwards part of and Doctor And they do call it season one. Yeah. yeah. No, not that's fair effort. Well played, but no. Um, actually, he wasn't that excited. He just wanted to hang out with Charles Dickens, <laughs> that part. cool guy. <laughs> he didn't have great expectations. No, I, I don't know. It, please. Okay, so the the Quiet Undead was not the name of it. It was called the Unquiet Dead. Oh my God, oh. Josh! I'm oh, so, hey, so it's your nerdy finicky. subject. You know your nerdy subject. We're talking about concepts, so, 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 not naming you. <laughs> We're a generation of people who watch through streaming services and we listen through streaming services and, and hey. titles don't fucking come up. I'm actually sorry, I'm gonna give Todd a point because he did um actually. I really require us all to get like assholes in this section. No, oh, that's... Uh, Title of his accent? No, no. You're going to want really warm fists. <laughs> and another point to Todd. Here... Okay. Just a cheap man with cheap gags. Next, next section. Here is a conversation between Donna Noble, played by Catherine Tate, and Wilfred Mott, her grandfather, played by Sean Dingwall. Wilfred Mott, looking at the night sky, said, One day, hundred years' time, we'll be striding out amongst the stars, dueling about with all them aliens. Just you wait. Donna Noble. You really believe in all that stuff, don't you? Wilfred Mott. All over the place these days. If I wait here long enough, Donna Noble, I don't suppose you've seen a little blue box? Is that slang for something? No, I mean it. If you ever see a little blue box fly up there in the sky, you shout out for me, Gramps. You just shout. What part of that was incorrect? Did he say a thousand years or a hundred years? He did say a hundred years. That was correct. I'm... Shall I go from the start? No. Um, actually, I don't think he said dueling. Uh, he did, actually. Fuck me. Here is a conversation between Donna Noble, played by Catherine Tate, and Wilfred Mott, her grandfather, played by Sean Dingwall. Did you say um, actually, he was Madden, not so played by Box. Sean Dingwall. Well done, Amy. Well, who was he played by? That guy. I'm going to give you the point, but if you can give me the name, I'll give you another point. Because it's an I awesome I do know name. it. I definitely... Bernard! Oh, she's good! Fanny. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give Todd a point. I'm going to give Amy two points because she did get Bernard. Uh, Bernard Cribbins. Cri- Cribbins. And nothing for Billy and her warm fists. No, Billy's warm fists already got a point, I believe. Um, warm up your round, Billy. Okay, so this one's a lot quicker. I'm not paying that. Season four, episode five, The Poison Sky. With planet Earth choking under the poison sky, the Doctor must stop the threat to the planet posed by the Crimson Sky. Come again. Can you say all that again, please? Season four, episode five, The Poison Sky. Season four was Donna's episode. Yes, good. With planet Earth choking under the poison sky, the Doctor must stop the threat to the planet posed by, in parentheses, the Crimson Sky. Um, actually, I don't think any of that is true. I don't remember a Crimson Sky. Um, actually, I think there was a poisonous sky, but it was definitely with Martha and not with Donna Noble. It was with Martha and David Tennant, correct? Mm -hmm. I didn't say anything about Um, Tennant. Actually, that's not season four. That's season three. Yeah. Well... This is season four, episode five. I pulled it straight from the episode and list. And it's not Martha. Um, and um, actually, it's not a threat from the Crimson Sky. It's from those bald dudes with the funny things at the back of their neck. Correct. Oh. Can you give me the name of that creature? Um, Ood? No. It's oh. not Ood. It's not well Sigrax. Because I nearly did it's, call them Ood um, to throw you. The but... bald little toad-looking men. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're perfectly describing them. Toad-looking guys. Um, it, oh, Think of but... the hmm Empire. It's like I'm trying to, but I can't see him. Okay. Beep-boop. It was the Sontaran. Sontaran! Sontaran, ho! So all of that oh, was true. Potato. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all of that was true. Season 4, episode 5. It was called the Poison Sky, and the part of it that was wrong was the threat was posed by the Sontarans. Mm-hmm. When was that? Oh, so the Crimson Sky was... Yeah, that's from another episode in, like, season 8. Um, cool. Peter Capaldi was once accompanied by Pearl Mackey and Matt Lucas. Their characters were named Bill Potts and Nargol, respectively. Oh, I haven't seen this season yet. Just spoilers. Mm, okay, well, it doesn't... Well, too, too bad, fuck you. Know, <laughs> you know Matt is, Lucas, is, isn't it? Peter Capaldi. <laughs> so? So we worked with a guy called Matt and a guy called Lucas. Uh, that's and I true. was like, well, well, I wonder if you're doing that. I've thrown that on you. <laughs> that uh, okay, I'll run through it again. Yes. Peter Capaldi was once accompanied by Pearl Mackey and Matt Lucas. Their characters were named Bill Potts and Nargol, respectively. 
Um, actually, I don't think his name was Nargol. What was it? I haven't seen this series well, yet, but I don't think it was you're Nargol. You're right. You're right, but you it didn't give one, me all the information. Was it a one-named yes. thing? In fact, it was incredibly similar to Nargol. Was it Golnar? Nope. Oh, that was good, good thinking, though, the way I would do things. <laughs> Classic Josh. You know me well. <laughs> but it's even dumber of me. His name was Nardol. Oh, <laughs> I was lazy. This okay. is, we were hoping for content, conceptual stuff. You're the name okay. of the people. Well, I've changed a letter. Look. I've changed a letter. I'm talking yeah. about give well, letter. I had to do a lot. Oh, wow. That's, uh, <laughs> I might actually bleep that. You that might be the first bleep. bleep. That. that might be the first bleep we ever do. See, bombs are too far. Too far. Um, like, just... fuck, shit, balls, tears. I only changed the letter. <laughs> Not really. I'm um, so clever. You changed a lot of that Give word, actually. Okay, so the final one for Doctor Who. Jack Harkness was the first oh, openly gay not. companion to the Doctor. Uh, I actually, he was pansexual. So it would turn your pansexual. That's pan-sexual. almost what I've got. He's just well sexual. He's just yeah. Technically, Jack was bi. Bill Potts is the first openly gay companion, as she only expressed interest in females. Well, I can tell how sexual someone is by the depth of their chin dimple. Okay, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's enough. <laughs> that's, that's all we give. So I think I'll give both the girls both the points on that. You both got it almost in unison. Who is so cross about that being said? <laughs> oh, um, how dare you! And that's exactly why I put that one in. Uh, <laughs> so, running quickly through Billy's version, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, are we all ready? Yes, we're ready for this. And keep in mind, I did these ones very quick. It's a very high-scoring round. It is. <laughs> it's a very high-scoring early part because the late part, no more points that available. Joke. No, we're having yeah, we're <laughs> having two separate conversations Sorry. on a podcast. That's right, I'll just cut out the sound from that end of the Google. room. No, that's mean. I'll cut or, out mine. You or anyone. To have the technical aptitude. Oh, I know someone that does. Cut that out. And it's called Cut All of It. <laughs> okay, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay. Spike's trademark coat costs $1,500 from a top fashion store. It was then run over repeatedly by a truck to give it that distressed look. Um, actually, I'm pretty sure it came from Giles, the um, Anthony Stewart head who gave it to him. Okay, that's not what I had here. Actually, I believe it was actually an ordinary car. Uh, nope. Um, actually, he didn't even wear a coat. He only wore leggings. Um, actually... Actually, in that it was a really cheap dollar store coat that was just it wasn't even run over it was just sort of shit sounds like a pen wait how much did you say it was one and a half thousand dollars um actually it's only one thousand four hundred ninety nine dollars <laughs> <laughs> you know me well but no uh, forty two dollars no you're not gonna get it it was two thousand dollars one of the first <laughs> oh, shit. I got the concept what are you nerdy on absolutely <laughs> yeah. nothing that I'm gonna ask you about in general these are if you'd watched the show and you cared you would have known Anyway, next question. Let's get through these quickly, please. There's a lot of this show to come. One of the first shows to use the term Yay. "add me on MySpace," at which point Willow showed her MySpace. Um, actually, they didn't have any MySpace in Buffy the Vampire. Correct. What term did she use, though, which they were the first to use? Um, it's internety. Foursquare. Oh no. Um, that was after. <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't AOL, was it? Uh, no. MSN. They were the first to use Google it. At which point, Willow then Googled something. A point to Buffy. Cool. Series creator Michael Bay has said that the idea oh, for... actually! <laughs> Joel Sweden, do not come into this house! Didn't think I would have made through that one. No, not even um, close. I'll finish... I'm giving Billy two points. Yes. I'll finish it correctly for you. Series creator Joss Whedon has said that the idea for Buffy came from all the horror movies he'd been seen featuring a helpless young blonde who would almost always be the first to die. He felt that character needed a better image. Hmm. So that's why he did it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Good of him. Here we go. Good dude. Although she was not credited by name, one of the executive producers of Buffy the Vampire Slayer was Jane Fonda. Um, actually, I'm pretty sure she was credited. Uh, no. Was she not? No. Um, actually, I'm pretty sure it was Barbara Streisand. You're on the right track, though, but no. Yes, yeah, so I knew I would um, be. she's not like Mariah Carey or something. Mm, no. Nope. I don't watch um, the credits. I'm actually, like, I'm dead. I think oh, it was Buffy. Holly Valance. Uh, definitely not. No, where, you, I mean, um, actually, Amy was in the right year. It was Dolly Parton. Oh, it was quite oh, good. Yeah, there you go. go. Another point to and Buffy. And the final one, I saw this, I couldn't resist it. This, this is why this one came in really quick. Uh, oh, 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 o
Right. <laughs> That's just my alarm that this has gone on too long. Ryan Reynolds was originally offered the role of Spike. Um, actually, he was, but then he said, I'd rather play Deadpool in 14 Amazing. You've, years. Amazing, you've perfectly d- quoted him. No, that wasn't right. Um, actually, I'm pretty sure it was Xander. Correct. Ryan Reynolds was originally offered the role of Xander. That's a point to Billy. That wouldn't oh, have worked. It's almost like Dean Murphy stuff. I don't know about so much. Nothing fun. Okay. Nothing's quite fun. By your glasses, friends. Uh, can you be serious right now? Yes. Could you be. try? Thank you. Anyway. Okay, so, next game. Okay. Do Some light-hearted stuff. Oh, love a score, love check, a score check. That was very high scoring. <clears throat> <clears throat> Not anymore. Don't have, yeah, separate, cool. don't have separate conversations. <laughs> so Buffy is on two points. Josh is on two points. Billy is on ten points. Todd is on ten points. And I am on eight points. Oof. 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 It's both Oof. close and ridiculous. Dogs. Dogs. This is what happens when you have two conversations. There's lots of sex tapes. I would like um, Josh and Billy. So, two truths and a lie is the next game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't get one. Oh no, you can all come out with some. Okay, cool. Amy, you are going to give Todd and Billy two truths about your life and mm-hmm. one lie. Todd, me, and Billy will ask questions to try to determine which is which. Three points on the line. Don't whisper it. You've yeah. dumped the Definitely thing. Definitely don't whisper or bump the mic. Just, um, just hold on to it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. Amy? Yes. Two truths and a lie about yourself, and we'll try to figure out which is which. Okay. One, I've slept overnight in an Ikea. Two, I used to be obsessed with the Kama Sutra when I was a teenager. And three, I got lost on a mountaintop once for eight hours. I, think I survived. So we have to ask some questions first. So how obsessed were you with the Kama Sutra? Um, I had three different copies. One Why was three? Well, the Ooh. first one was an old version, and the second one was illustrated, and the third one was digital. I would say that seems excessive and definitely obsessed. Well, yes. She did say she was obsessed with it. She did say she was obsessed with it. I was a teenager. Did they know that you were in Ikea at the time? Yes. I was actually, oh. I won a competition. Ah. I thought oh, it was like one of those, like, a lock-in by accident situation. Like, you just happened to be having a nap on the bed, and they're like, closing the store. That is, like, my worst nightmare. <laughs> I know, that would be terrible. In Ikea, no, too. How many like, questions we have to ask? Oh, go for it, if you which, think you know. Where was this mountaintop? Uh, in Tasmania, when I was 21-ish. How and we thought know? it was going to be 45 minutes, and we went for a bit of a walk, and we misread the map, and we got lost, and then eight hours later, we made our way back which to the car. Mountain? I don't remember the name of it. The one with the waterfall. <laughs> how do you remember? How do you remember that it was eight hours specifically? Because it was a really fucking long time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll accept that. Uh, anybody want to take a guess? Did you wear suitable footwear? No, I was wearing ballet flats. Oh yuck! And people walked past us saying, "Gosh, shouldn't you be wearing real shoes?" And shivering me was like, "Yeah, yeah, I you probably yeah. should." Carry me, you piece of shit. <laughs> fuck off! He's like, "Oh, you could turn back." It's only another six hours this way. They're like, we'll just press on. So do we, like... Uh, yeah, take a yeah, punch. Can we, do we both say what we think is a lie and they didn't tell us? Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess if you both have different yeah. ideas... Just guess the lie. Even Josh can have a go because he's got scores. Um, I, I think it's the... I think it's probably the cover sutra because I can't imagine teenage you being like... <laughs> like a little <laughs> troll full of snuff. Hey, Idiot. you never know. If she was obsessed with it, she might have been hiding it. Might have been a little bit well, no one's sn- like, Would you like to see my three copies of the Kama Sutra? Also, what's on telly? I wouldn't show people. I was gonna say, like, it's not so. Like, if I was obsessed um, with like some porno mag, I'm not gonna go. Hey, everybody, check out my love of porno mags. I'd you be. You can't show them after you've sort of stuck them together. That's true. So. I stick, well, I, I stick them together to prevent myself from looking at it because I like to <laughs> I like to guard myself from my own irresponsibilities. So essentially, you wank until you can sort of buy no, no. yourself from well, it. I use Yoohoo sticks. I use Yoohoo sticks. That's sad. I want to stop myself from looking at it. I'm like, oh, this looks naughty. <laughs> this isn't an article. I don't think you stayed in Ikea at the Okay. Well, I know the answer, so I can't oh, guess because yeah, you told, told me. You. Yeah. Okay, well, Billy's right. I know. I only had one copy. (laughs) Oh, well. Uh, So, Todd. 
two truths and one lie about your life. Oh, but when I was six, my hand got broken because someone threw a rock at the back of my head so I can think of my life. At six, Mm-hmm. I feel like you're stressing that, don't, so it's again, true. <laughs> don't, go too much, don't go too much into it, because we get to ask you that's questions. It. We'll press so. you. There you go. So that's one. That's yep. one. I'm going to guess that's one of them, and there's two like more. I feel like that's probably true, because you already had details. <laughs> <laughs> Last one, I'll be like, I own a cat. Like, <laughs> we can go into a lot of detail. For three years, I tried to learn... Twaikondo. Yeah, I sense a lot. Taekwondo. I, I'm not doing my words tonight. In 13, earlier somebody was going to start the lecture. Oh. <laughs> That's right. I'll, I'll do an audiogram from earlier. And what I meant was lecturer. <laughs> um, lecturers? Anyway, it was a lecturous lecture. Anyway. Okay. Yes, good. So there's Taekwondo and there's the rock thing. Yep, good. Yeah. My first car. So we've got Taekwondo learning for three years. We've got a rock in the head at six and a, and a car for the year that didn't did work. Break. Okay, can I ask first, if you got if how did your hand break if they threw the rock at your head? I got really pissed off that big kid with that rock. You broke your hand on them, didn't oh. you? Punched them in the head. Right. That's pretty brutal. There's a lesson against it. Never I was going to say, now we come to the question of how big was the rock? Did you overreact? How big like, was this kid's head? Yeah. yeah. My head was bleeding from the rock. Oh, you poor thing. Someone threw a dart at my head when I was a kid and that stuck in. And you've never been the same since? That was one of my true truths in life. No. Uh, Josh is in the back. Okay, sorry. But whereabouts? Like, back of the head. Plastic dart as well. Uh, Straight in. <laughs> uh, anyway. What well, do you mean by didn't operate? Yeah, like, were you trying to fix it, or? I bought this car, mm-hmm. and yeah. we didn't hire a trailer or anything to get home. It was a non-operational car, but I was in love with it, and I thought it was the best, and I had to get it home, so we wheeled it home, and it took me a year to get it going. What was wrong with it? Literally everything. And the back, the boot was um, full of chicken shit in the store. Awesome. What kind of car was it? It's a Datsun. The old Datsun chicken Johnny storage. <laughs> There's a part Gets of me that's like, I asked that question, <laughs> but you literally could have said any... Uh, points were good, sorry. Okay. She made a coop joke. You, you could have said any words in any sounds, and I've been like, yeah, that yeah, sounds like a car, car model. <laughs> anyway. Okay, well, and the other one was the... Oh, yeah. So, can you name three moves of Taekwondo, please? Moves. They have names of moves. Keep in mind, he said he tried for three years. That sounds like it didn't succeed for three years. He just sort of half rocked up and then, oh, Mm. I'm going to have a cigarette. Well, I never bought the um, the outfits. I think they're great. But I just kind of of went to class. It's like saying I have a degree because I ordered it the same. No, 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 no. no, 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 Because you can can do all the things and you can do classes and you can interact and and do the shit. But um, when it comes to grading, you have to actually own uh, the white the suit. You have to the gi. You have to own your gi. I think it's called a white suit, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, <laughs> you have to own a gi. And see, I had my parents were quite frugal, so they were like, mm. you have to stick with it before buying your gi. And so <laughs> three I years for, wasn't uh, enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by your this point, by this point I'd done one session of cricket. One session of football. Oh, okay. Four weeks of BMX. Yeah. And like eight years of gymnastics. <laughs> <laughs> Get seductively yeah, close. And, uh, <laughs> and they were like, this guy don't stick with anything. As a, as and a then visual. I was like, I want to be a martial artist. And I want to do taekwondo. Like, We've like, been okay. burned before. But like for the whole time, they were like, no, stick with it. Once we see that you can stick with it, we'll buy you a gi. <laughs> Did they get you the gi and then you're like, fuck this. No, I'm done. I'm done. That's three years. Well, I never got gi. Oh, man. I feel like the best part about this is, is like it's a modern day boy who cried wolf. It's like, I want to do this and then you fucked it. And then like, I want to do this and then you fucked it. And then they were like, I want to do this. So it's like, okay, you got to show us you really want it. <laughs> three <laughs> years later, you're like, I want this. You're like, nah, I don't believe yeah. you yet. <laughs> no, if this wasn't about Taekwondo and it was about me sustaining a relationship that would be true 
Oh. The thing, but, <laughs> but to be fair, Todd, like, Points to everyone else. I, I was going to say the taekwondo was your lie, and then you were like, and like, I couldn't because I didn't get the gi, and I was like, that sounds a hundred percent Todd, and I'm gonna say that's the truth. Go, the taekwondo is the truth. The lie is the the chicken car. <laughs> <laughs> the lie is your, your Datsun Coupe coupe, <laughs> which is Billy's. That's a fantastic, Josh. Oh, I'm so proud. I'm it's, still. It's going in as the coin. Can we give Josh a point for coop? It's not. Billy really made the joke. I came oh. with it earlier. Can you take a. I'm a fucking one to Josh. Just give one to Josh. And We're all about giving Billy, points. Yeah, so two more point. to Billy. I'm sorry, Billy. It's, right. well, it's a positive. Living. It's a positive aura in this place. We're giving points, not taking them off. Yeah. You've literally already taken one off. Somehow I. You started with a negative name, so. Sounds right. Name, so yeah. that's better. It's a star. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so I'm going to take a gun at the chicken coop. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say the car also. I'm going to go the one that's not Taekwondo and not the car because I can't remember it. Uh, oh, the rock one. Yeah, the rock, the rock head. one. What one was the light? Taekwondo. Oh, oh really? You really? sold it to me. Oh, what you a sell. You what sold it to me. Well played. Point to uh, Billy, two truths and a lie. Buffy would have got it. Um, so <laughs> Buffy, Buffy would have got it. Fair. Buffy, she probably would. She's a celebrity guest. Super sleuth, Buffy. She's a super slayer. So <laughs> hey, she, she, de- she detected things and then but killed can, them. Maybe you can be both. Uh, my my two truths and a lie. Let's, let's do a thing. Let's do a whole thing named thing. Um, I had three birds in a row that were named Tweety. That sounds like you would do that. <laughs> and they all probably died not great deaths. This one's not chirpy enough. No, not murderous deaths. Just, just holding on to things for long periods of time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Everyone's confused. Let's just move on to Billy's next truth last lie. Um, I once woke up spooning a Euros. More, uh, yeah, more than once, I should say. <laughs> I, like, I once did. No, I've woken up more than once. <laughs> you just say you smashed your ears? Uh, oh, no. Come not on. like physically. Come on. Not physically. Come on, Tom. Get your mind out of the gutter with the Euroses. So Tom's um, had sex with the Euros. We've discovered that. <laughs> so now we know. Metaphorically. <laughs> no, that's one of your truths. It's a bonding moment. It's, no, no, no. We're, we're confused. No, I've never had a Yorkshire pudding. Okay. Ah. I'm gonna say the first one. Just right off the bat, that felt like a lie. Why? Because I don't think you would have you... three birds. I think you would have got to two and gone. I, I could make better decisions. I agree. Think... I'm on the bird train. Yeah, I think bird. What kind of no like, question. defense? No they look very first. similar. No, but the reason is because I think you've even told me about the Euros thing that you did do that. So I'm like, I think that's the truth because I'm pretty sure you've told me. Someone's told me they slept with the Euros. It could have been you. you like or Todd, apparently. <laughs> It's just like, oh, Steve Irwin. Oh, what have we got here? I feel like you've <laughs> discovered one. I feel like she was the you, first. Oh, if you knew no. one martial art, it'd be the ancient Lancastrian martial art that you No, she's going to Don't clap on the podcast. It was an expression it's of the It's the I've never had a Yorkshire pudding. Fuck! <laughs> Wait, we're going to guess. Sorry. Hey, Amy, what, we which one do you want to guess? We're questions. Ah, we, 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 we're we're steamrolling this round. We're steamrolling this round. I'm sorry. They were all too ridiculous. Okay. That's my life. Well, we, need to, we need to slow things yeah, down I, just a slight little tad. This is going to be a big sorry, slow down. I felt very attacked. I'm I give pump... myself two points. Yeah, you should. <laughs> and Billy won. I'm going to pump the brakes here. Uh, we're going to do something a little special. But I gave myself two. I'm going to help Amy, Todd, and Billy create a character each. And we're going to sit down for an interview, like on a talk show, with those characters. Now, while we do create those characters, because it's not going to be great to do that on audio, we're going to cut to an ad. Yay! That's right. We actually have it. No, we actually have one. We have a real one. So we'll be right back with you with an interview with three very special people. Amy? Yes, Josh? Do you have a body? Yes. Does it need clothes? Uh, not all. Yes. Uh, publicly? Yes. Yeah, probably needs clothes. Okay. Yep. Do you like sweatshops? No. Do you like shitty quality materials? No. Boy, do I have the answer for you, Amy. 
It's Lonely Kids Club. Ooh. Okay, enough of that palaver. Yeah, Owned by an absolute legend, Warwick. All the clothes are ethically produced, handmade, and because it's not a sweatshop, it's all produced in limited batches, so you can stay an individual. This isn't your boy. Warwick. It is my boy it's Warwick. Your boy Warwick. Yes, Warwick. My boy. From episode two. Yeah. <laughs> maybe three. Warwick, you around boy. five. I five. Warwick, honestly, stop it. You're killing us. Some episode out of seven. So, a clothing brand, right? Big Whoop, I hear you say, Amy and Todd. Big Whoop! But lo, there's more! How can there be more? Tell us more, Josh! As a bonus, they include a personalised drawing and note with every order. (gasps) Now, you see that on the website, you're like, yeah, bullshit. But they do. I got a really cool drawing with mine. Anyway, um, so when you've filled your cart with all the awesome gear, because there's a sale on at the moment, enter the discount code DAMMITLEANNE and BAM, that's 15% off your order. Right there. Wait, are you saying I also get steak knives? I didn't say that, and I don't promise that, nor does Warwick. Your boy. (laughs) My boy. I think Um, he's our boy now. Yeah, he's our boy. Definitely our boy. Warwick, you're our boy. One little side little info thing is, it's not just like, as far as the clothing brand, that's all well and good, but they're super in on mental health awareness. Mm. Yeah, they are really good. And it's been really amazing uh, being part of their sort of online community and how supportive they are of everybody who buys their clothes. So if and when you buy their clothes, tag them. Like, chat to them about it. Send them a picture because they bloody love it and they bloody love you in their clothes. Uh, and we do too. Well, of course we do. We're we lo- out of your clothes. They probably love you more because there's more of them. But we love you lots as well. Thank you for caring. You're welcome. <laughs> LonelyKidsClub.com, the most important clothing website of your day. I like that. Yeah. Bet they will. So, fantastic. We're back. Uh, How do we all enjoy our first ad experience? Everything I dreamed of and more. Me too. I can't wait to buy these things. Me too. The product, (laughs) amazing. I like it. the Kids Club, my new favourite. Oh, good. (laughs) Because we are recording at the end, so it was going to be a bit of a gag that nobody knew what it was, but you totally did. (laughs) We're all so smart. I'm a teacher. Yeah. It's a (laughs) Okay, I don't know how that works. All right, so uh, let's conduct the interviews. Yes. So right. I'm going to sit down with all of you at once. It's much like the, uh, what's his name? The guy that does the talk show with all the uh, celebrities. Is it the guy with the face and the hair? The Graham Norton. That's the one. You helped me with the face and hair situation. Graham Norton, Alan Carr. Yeah. You know, all of the Brits. They all do talk shows now. Buy a house in London, get a talk show. That's how it works. Um, oh, that means Jake had a talk show. Uh, so our three special guests today. Mm-hmm. We have Basil Brush the Brute. Sassy the Sandwich. Can I get a hello from Sassy the Sandwich? Okay. Super sassy. Uh, and Claire the Leaf Blower. Hello. So we've all, um, we've decided to conduct interviews with inanimate objects this week. And I'm all for it. It's something that I've been, I've been big on for weeks and the producers have finally let me do. So first, uh, let's start with the end of the couch, Basil the Broom. Now, hello. <laughs> hello, Basil. Uh, you've had a big week, Basil. Yeah, well, when you live where I live, it's really hard. And I live with a lot of other people. Like, it's very crowded. Mm. A lot of people, and we all have very similar jobs. So, yeah, just like trying to skirt around each other. And there's a lot of stuff that ends up really swept under the rug that ends up being brought up at, at the end of the week where everyone's trying to relax and it's just like mental. So I imagine there's a lot of cleaning puns between you and your friends. Ah, uh, yes. You know, we, uh, we, we do polish up pretty well, if oh. that's all the same. My oh my, comedian all the time. Well, uh, it is a great pleasure to finally meet you, Basil. Um, thanks for agreeing to come on the show today. I know you're very busy with your new TV show. Yes, yes. So um, I've always been a big fan of Hoarders, mm. but I've always wanted to be a part of Hoarders. Right. And I knew I couldn't do it from interview perspective. Right. So I've decided to be part of the cleanup crew. Yeah, and all of your friends have got on board with it. It's amazing you've got such a community together to get it done. Yeah, we're a really special community. Like, we're really clean, really well-spoken. It's just a really wholesome, kind community. And people who have similar interests and similar vocations. That's right. Now, speaking of similar interests, obviously we have invited another guest here today, Claire the Leaf Blower. Hello. Now, Claire, I understand that you've currently got a job at the council. Yes, it's really good and I'm really glad I've got it. Okay, so this was a bit of a setup, I'll admit, because I know that there is an extra spot available on Basil the Brush's show. (gasps) And we've organised... For you to get that role. Well, I'm, I'm definitely into 
give it, yeah. I'll we, give it a go. Well, you know, we just saw you work. It really just blew us away. Oh, see, I mean, this is the quality that comes with wholesome family television. I just don't know if I can keep up with this kind of this kind of pressure. Well. <laughs> so we'll brush up your skills as you go on. Oh, she's on a My roll. My goodness. On a roll with on a roll. Yeah. Um, now, I feel like we're ignoring our other guest. Let's not. Sassy the Sandwich, to the forefront, how are you? I am a roll. Oh, so... so <laughs> are you sure there isn't another spot on your TV show there, Basil? We've got an opening. Uh, now, the name, it's very interesting, Sassy. What are its origins? My real name is Bertie okay. Peterson. But I've become known as Sassy the Sandwich because I'm... Obnoxious. I imagine there's We're some, there's some like, hijinks behind but it. But you've seemed so nice this whole episode. Oh, you know, I'm a fine balance of sweet and savoury. Now, I see that <laughs> there's, some, there's some contents of yours uh, on show. You're a little bit of a show shower. What would you... Well, what's the word for that? Um, <clears throat> it's escaped me. Um, a voyeur of the sandwich variety, because I can see a lot of the, uh, the fillings. An exhibitionist. Yes, that's the one. <laughs> voyeur's a little too sexual, isn't the, it? The Opposite of an exhibitionist. Right. Some so, do prefer me as an open sandwich. That's true. So now I guess um, the contents of your sandwich say a lot about a sandwich, don't they? That's true. Now what are you what is what are you displaying today for the world? Bread and butter pickle and peanut butter. Mm. That's a lot of butter. It's just unfathomable. I cannot spread some that idea across my cortex. Some of Your puns need to slow down. <laughs> It's again. starting to suck instead of blow. <laughs> uh, Sorry, points on the line. Uh, uh, now, I guess one of the final things that we like to do is uh, we like to get all of our guests to impersonate each other. Oh, no. So is there, is there anything you could do, Sassy, to show us your knowledge of leaf blowers? Yes. Good. It's not doing great so far. <laughs> Sound a lot like me. Oh, so a lot like him. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, it's, it's like looking in a mirror. It's so hot. That's the group applause. Uh, now, Basil, it's going to be tough in your broom situation to imitate an open sandwich. But, <laughs> I mean, I have faith in you. I've seen you do amazing things on a television show before. Yeah. You've, oh, my you've turned... skills are a little dusty. Oh, wow. My God. Honestly, I'm, I'm cutting, cutting the camera. Camera three, please. Let's get back to Claire. <laughs> <laughs> now, Claire, in your, as a leaf blower, if we just sent, uh, I don't know, we attached some, some leaves to the bottom there, mm-hmm. do you think you could impersonate a broom quite well? Because I think on the show, as a bit of a hijinks, it would be very funny in your new television role to impersonate Basil a few times. Well, I, I could give it a go. I don't know if I could do the voice. Mine's quite high. Go on. But I could, I could definitely <laughs> try and... And, and push the, the, the things on the floor in the right direction, but I, I feel like I do it too forcefully for a broom. It's true. And, I mean, that is one of the benefits to you. That's why Basil contacted us to try and get you on the show. Mm. Would you say you have a little too much gusto? I would say I've got too oh, much gusto. That is, that's I the would. perfect finish. I'll, I'm I'll let that one as the custodian of gusto. <laughs> uh, stealing my jokes. All right, yep. well, the best part about doing that's all of that is... It's one of mine. <laughs> After all that, you get one point each. One, 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 one. So point. glad. Uh, oh no, the pen doesn't work, so you don't get anything. Pen impotence. Yeah. I shall, I shall do it. Now, now the real reason that I well, wanted to do that was I wanted to finish with an alphabetical story, just like our favourite improv game. Oh, I like so that I like to finish. And our alphabetical uh, story has to feature each of those. I'll give one to Buffy as well. Why not? Our alphabetical story. Thankfully, everybody had different letters for their names, has to contain Basil, Claire, and Sassy. So, let's try a different version where instead of one word, we do one sentence. Okay. So we each do a sentence. Yes. Starting with the letter. So, trying to conclude those three characters being Basil Brush, Claire, and Sassy Sandwich... At this point in time, because there was a full moon, Claudia, the artichoke part, thought it was a good idea to start fire. During the fight, she hurt herself. Everybody knows when you hurt yourself, you should call Basil Brush. Finding 
that Basil Brush was unavailable, he decided to call someone else. Judy is who he called. What? If Judy starts with a G... It's spelt with a G. I mean, improv, yes, and apparently Judy starts with a G now. You know what? I was thinking Jeffrey this whole time. Judy. I just went... <laughs> panicked. Yes. My friend Judy. Jeffrey? Was he recording? He was like, Judy, what are you doing? And it was awkward because, of course, the guy's name was Jeffrey, and of course, that's obviously what he was going for the whole time. <laughs> and Jeffrey was the martial artist who made the other step in and help him. That was a lot of. Hey, Jeffrey, can you help me out with what's going on? And Jeffrey said, unfortunately, no, but... uh, Sorry, but Sassy the Sandwich is definitely free this afternoon. It looks like you've got engine problems with your chicken coop, Sassy said. Just my luck, said Jeffrey. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. K. Killing me! (laughs) I can't handle this any longer. What? <laughs> Do we jump? Full stop. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Good to clarify. Looking at his watch, our main hero without a name said, Fine, no worries. I'll just try someone else. Maniacally, he ran down the street only to discover it was full of leaves. No way, he said. I'd better call Claire the leaf blower. Oh, I can't believe this is happening again and I have to resort to calling Claire. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Said Claire. (laughs) I didn't want to have to do my job on my day off, but sure, main character, I'd love to come and help you out. Question is... Main character. <laughs> Who put these leaves here to begin with? Really? You don't know my name? I'm obviously Judy. With <laughs> a G? With a G. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you would have figured this out by now. You're the person in charge. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's a personal attack. S. Surprisingly... I wasn't aware that Judy was spelt with a J. You forgot what letter was spelt with as well. You're on Rough. That's reasonable. It's not often spelt with a G. Understanding was Claire, and she blew away all the leaves. Very good, said Judy with a G. This is exactly what I'd hoped would happen. Gosh darn, Basil brushed the broom. Did not help at all. <laughs> would you think that clown would be helpful in this situation? That feels like a personal attack. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what am I doing? Eggs. Excitedly. Oh. In text speak, he wrote. <laughs> I mean, it's a coming stretch. from the man who used Judy, I can't judge. <laughs> Look, this is judge with a J or a G. No, no, no. Uh, no, no. Let's let her, let her finish her sentence. And in fairness, that's a common trope using X with an E yeah. for the X letter in alphabetical situations. Anyway, excitedly, our main character said, Do you know what? I never would have thought it, but I'm really glad it happened. You bastard. You made me clean up this street, and it's not even mine, said Claire. Zebras? What are zebras doing here? He said. <laughs> oh, why are they yellow? A, uh, a perfect finish. Uh, okay. Again? Oh, uh, oh hello. Nice. Totally enough. Highly recommended. That wasn't really a scoring round, that was just a doing. Well, so, you give us. We have to get some scores. Okay. Uh, Everyone I'll, gets a score. I'll give points to Billy. How many? Um, one. And I'll give no points to Todd because uh, I don't know the alphabet. Because yeah, <laughs> that and Judy, like God, <laughs> um, <laughs> Judy with the G. And the whole round, I was doing like, the A through whatever every time. Yeah, 
And uh, I will give Amy a point for excitingly because yeah. that was a good yeah, save. So, Amy, drumroll please. In conclusion, the final scores are... Uh, Buffy's on five. Yes. Josh is also on five. So you're the same yes. as Buffy, which is the first time that's ever happened. But not the last. Probably the last. Yeah. Currently the first and last, but soon to be not the last. Who's to say? Um, uh, Todd is on 12. I'm on 14. And Billy, the winner, is on 20. Ooh, good round number. Woo! You've been our celebrity guest. That happens very yeah. rarely. Good which, moves, Billy. Which <laughs> good moves in an audio, audio medium. medium. Um, which means you get to review my scrambled eggs from an hour ago. Look, I'm glad I'm not reviewing them from an hour, hour ago and they've sat on my plate. No, they were nice for people who don't put extras in their eggs. Thank you. Okay, so here's a little insight into the conversations pre-podcast. Billy and Amy demanded that ham was put into scrambled no, eggs. Demanded. Hold up. Hold we up. said any additions like perhaps tomato or spinach or ham, maybe or garlic, even garlic, cheese, and you've got an omelet. Also known as fucking up an omelet. Yeah. No. No. Wrong. I never fuck up omelets. Yeah. Well, just do like an omelet right. Omelets. Sounds like you're full of shit. I feel like I'd never want anyone to anyone who's listening eggs. to the podcast would already know that. <laughs> Sounds I like think it's going to be a fight. If anyone is listening to this podcast and has got to this point, I oh, would love, yeah, genuinely good on you, but also <laughs> I'd really love to hear your opinions on whether Please. scrambled eggs should have extras or should be just eggs. Naked and alone. Exit poll on the podcast. We need to know. Scrambled eggs? Just eggs? And Why milk? not call or in? Oh, please write in. Yeah, don't call in because... Uh, well, we'll As P.O. Box... <laughs> Amy's house. Totally wild. P.O. Box. <laughs> Nine Seven eight four. <laughs> Leave a comment and don't forget to hit that like button. Yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, send, send us in a picture drawn by your child and we'll put it on our wall. Yeah, um, show us a picture drawn by you. Yeah, do it. Of anything. Anything. Preferably Any picture, we'll represent it audibly. <laughs> oh. oh, we will represent visual, it audibly. Oh, visual descriptions. Yeah, we'll do it. Please. Literally, we'll do anything. <laughs> well. Title of anyway. Uh, <laughs> did you have anything that you wanted to promote, Todd? Yes, promote Todd. No. Okay. I'm glad <laughs> that we waited so long for you to respond. Uh, Billy, anything you would like to promote? Are you doing another stand-up night? I am doing another stand-up night. Um, I'm trying to write some more jokes at the moment. If not, uh, I'm trying my very best. Find me at Open Mic. Uh, one mic stand at Rhino Room, 7.30s Mondays, $10 for 10 comedians. It's like, what, $2 a comedian? Your maths is incredible. Pretty I'm not paying for maths. my alphabets. <laughs> um, so come down support local artists. Uh, come and see me make it funny. If I don't make you do a laugh, I'll probably buy you half a beer. But a shit one. Yeah, like a proper shit one. Like Where were you this Monday? Um, I was trying to do a ride of a joke, and then I didn't do as good of a joke as I wanted. I'm sure they'll be better in the future. Well, they will because you didn't do one. Yeah, so you've set the standard at at zero to be able to beat it. Well, like, just, her problem is her standards at ten at the moment, and so she true. has to Secure always it. meet ten now, which is nah. problematic. Yeah. You know what you need to hit? Yeah. Five out of seven. That's the top yeah. score. That's Solid top. five out of seven. Yeah, that, that's yeah. the top Whoa. score on this show. Um, you don't get higher than that. Can I actually just before we wrap up? Can yes. I get a little cheeky out of seven score on the eggs? What do you reckon? Um, I'm going to say it's a solid 5.5 out of 7. That's oh, needs almost, more ingredients. Almost yeah, a top score. Yeah, needs more ingredients. I'd say 4 out of 7 needs okay. more ingredients. Almost a top score also. Instructions are clear, dick caught in person. For every ingredient that's not egg being scrambled that isn't salt or pepper, I would personally deduct the whole point out of 7. Ooh. That is some Jabberwocky level review. Let me make you a scrambled omelette sometime and you will... But that's the thing. No, not for an omelette. Yeah, it's scrambled omelette. I made scrambled omelette. That's very impressive. The precipice of omelette is that it's folded in, whereas scrambled eggs with extras, it's like throughout. It's a broken omelette. It's a better scrambled egg. You've misjudged omelettes. What are you doing to omelettes? Do omelettes ever do to you? When you have toast, do you just have dry toast, or do you put extras on? I put butter on it, and then it's buttered toast. Toast is toast. Now, Amy, did, did yes. you want to spruik us? I would love to. Um, Damn at the end, you can follow us on Instagram or Facebook. Instagram is at Damn at the end comedy, I think. Correct. No, other way around. Instagram is at Damn at the end, and Facebook is at Damn at the end comedy. Yes. 
and we're really great. And I think you should definitely send us a message if you want us to answer a question. Yes, still Or running. just generally, if draw you want us to say picture. hi. Yeah, draw us a picture. Draw us a picture. <laughs> draw us a picture. Draw us a picture on Do it. Draw us a fucking yeah. picture. Yeah. It's just um, an audio medium, but pictures are still good. Yeah. We'll describe them. Please submit a drawing of what you think we look like. Oh, yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> uh, it'll yep, just be please. a page of mustard. Yes. Um, but also, like, yeah, we do have an email address. Please email with anything. Like, we'll we'll use it somehow. I prefer you to use personally. Josh prefers you to use email, but I'd prefer you to put it publicly on our Facebook page so oh, yeah, everyone sure. can see. Do that. I still like pigeon. Yeah, send it by a pigeon. Send us Pigeon's a pigeon. Good. Draw a pigeon. We'll eat it and send it by a pigeon. Uh, okay, well, that's all from us. Thanks for being part of our show, listeners and guests. And remember, the earliest breakfast game show is the most important podcast of your day.